0: You are tuned in to For the Love of Millennials podcast. For the Love of Millennials is a platform created to inspire, empower, and uplift melanin-enriched millennials to be the best of themselves. Each topic is carefully chosen with the intention to provide value to listeners in effort to fulfill the podcast purpose. Keep listening for more of today's episode. What is going on, my Melanin Millennials? Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I've been busy and grinding. And before we jump in, I just want to tell you, whatever it is that you have been thinking about, hey, I want to do this, or I'm thinking about trying this, or I'm going to make an attempt to go after this particular dream, do it. The only person stopping you is you. The enemy of success is the fear of failure. So now that we got the motivation out the way, today we have a special guest on our show and his name is Rico Charity. Yes, yes, I said it right. It's Rico Charity, like Rico Suave, but Rico with an E instead of an I and Charity like, oh, you need to donate to a charity. Rico Charity. As an attorney and a philanthropist based in New York City, he received his BS in finance from Virginia Tech and his law degree from Georgetown Law. As a transactional and corporate attorney, he specializes in private equity and mergers and acquisitions, which is another way of saying he works with multi-billion dollar investment funds and their representatives, as well as huge multinational businesses to help them buy and sell other businesses and conduct other business transactions. Rico also works with various entrepreneurs and nonprofit organizations on a pro bono basis and assist them on a myriad of business transactions and governance matters. In addition to his legal practice, Rico also sits on several nonprofit boards in New York City. He speaks at various colleges and high schools up and down the East Coast and stays active in his hometown through various scholarships and his involvement with the Richmond Public Schools and their affiliates. So I believe on today's episode, you are going to catch gem after gem after gem. Keep listening for more. This episode is sponsored by Rico Charity, an attorney, writer, speaker, and philanthropist who has built a brand and voice around the idea that there are no form or age restrictions on giving. Connect with Rico Charity on Instagram at Rico Charity. All right, guys, today we have Rico with us, and Rico, I just read your formal bio, and you are pretty much a boss, and I want you to tell us (laughs) a little bit about you, some, you know, not, you know, more informal, because I just read something that was very formal, but I want our listeners to hear from you as for who is Rico.
1: Wow, uh, who is Rico? I don't know if I have ever been asked that question before uh (laughs) uh i mean i don't know i I would like to just i would like to see myself as a as the the type of guy that's just uh that's really just about the community first and foremost so everything i kind of do like in terms of like my legal practice in terms of uh the giving the the philanthropic things i do in terms of like um the speaking engagements or like talking to students or anything like that uh, i kind of just see everything is kind of just giving a piece of me to the community and able to like, maybe, maybe the things I learn over time mm-hmm. can like, maybe everything I learned, all the things that I collect on my journey, I can give back to, to the people that's coming up after me mm-hmm. and then take everything I learned along the way, give it to them. And they expand upon that, they grow it mm-hmm. and they pass it down. And then we end up, and then the community just gets stronger because like, like the thing, like this saying goes stronger together. So I kind of just see myself is just a tool in this process to be able to to just give back to the community in whatever form that takes and just be about that and just be about the giving be about the be about the service and be about all those different things so i guess when it all boils down to it i think i had to really i think i have a very very appropriate last name charity because like that's kind of what i love to do i just love to
0: give <laughs> yeah I'm going to just let you know. So when I first saw Rico Charity, I'm like, so this is stage name?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, we out here. You know how, like, back in the day uh, when everybody got their Facebook and MySpace, it was, mm-hmm. like, Rico Boss Dude. Last That's name. hilarious. He still, he legit got a nickname out here. That's cool. That's, That's cool. hilarious.
1: But if I can go back and tell you know teenage self to you know take rico boss dude and use that as a as a username (laughs) i probably would no (laughs) no, i'm kidding (laughs) but yeah no i defend my name like all the time well not defend but honestly no one i meet believes my name is actually my name um they would just say okay so what's rico short for oh so charity that's not really your last name that's the name of the organization (laughs) i'm just like no it's the name i was born into this world with see
0: your parents just knew you were destined for greatness so they were helping you (laughs) <laughs> they were like, he's gonna
1: be somebody. He's gonna be somebody. That's, that's hilarious. There's actually a funny story behind my name, but uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I mean, we can talk about it now. We can talk about it later time But uh, yeah, my name wasn't supposed to be Rico It just happened now.
0: Oh, way. man, tell me. Now you got to uh, tell us. You can't make us wait. You <laughs> cannot
1: make <okay>. us <laughs> So, uh, my name, so I actually got my name because it was a, my, my original name was supposed to be Craig. Uh, <laughs> but my cousin, I have an older cousin. He was born slightly before me. He took that name, I and mean, my mom liked the name Craig because both of my oldest siblings—my oldest brother name name is Christopher, my oldest sister's name is Crystal. Both both starts with a C, and she just wanted to keep that C thing going. Yeah. But then then I came out, and she's like, "Okay, well, we can't name him Craig. Let's name him something else." And then just went way left, and she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna name him Rico, but I'm not gonna spell it <laughs> with an I. I'm gonna spell it with an E." Uh, and <laughs> life just happened after that point. It's it's been it's been it's been, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a good.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to take your mom to dinner because I'm gonna be like, Ma, like, what happened to Corby? What happened to Arnell?
1: Exactly. Happened
0: to... Come on, Ma. I'm like, Rico's cool, though. Rico's cool.
1: I'm happy with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so dope. That's so dope. Yeah, that sounds like me. Always, never mind. I'm not gonna talk about my name. My name's Amber, guys. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes our
0: black ambers yes. do exist. We're no, it's
1: a great name. It's a it's a great name to have, to.
0: See, that's why we friends. That's why we friends. Get you a friend like exactly. Rico. I think I tell Rico every time I talk to him, Rico, I want to be like you when I grow up. I think,
1: nah. is that true? <laughs> I think I
0: tell you that every time.
1: I think every conversation you said that, and I, every conversation I laughed about it, because you're already spectacular on y'all.
0: See, get you a Rico in your life. If you don't have a Rico in your life, you need to go find one. You can't have my Rico, but you can go find a Rico. <laughs> Keep life <my> red. <friend. laughs> But let's jump in because we ain't going to keep y'all too long. But I did want to share. You talked a lot about um, giving back and how you fulfill your name in charity. And to me, one of the questions that I have and I think others want to have or what we want to hear from you is the importance of giving back and your decision to do so. Because you do have a charity. Um, I said a charity. That's your last name. Look at me, y'all. You do have Uh a scholarship that you um, give out. So can you tell
1: us a little bit about that? Uh, sure. So I guess just to, just to highlight that, I might have to go back a, a little, a, a just a little earlier in life, uh, kind of, which kind of really, really influenced why I give back and the methods of, of, of which I give back. So okay. uh, just, as a, just as, a, as a kid, you know, um, when you're trying to figure out what you want to be, when you're trying to figure out, like, what you want to do with your life and everything like that, and everyone keeps pounding you with the question, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And for me, for me, I don't know. I I was asked that so much. I felt like I had to just come up with something or I was going to get left behind and all my peers are going to soar and become their dreams. And like, I was going to just be left in this ball of confusion. Uh, But the the, the issue, the problem that was presented with that was that growing up in the city, uh, I didn't know many options um, because everyone, Mm -hmm. like everyone, everyone there, like lived in a constant state of financial struggle, Mm -hmm. and the only the only people that I saw that were the outliers were the with the folks on TV. Um, So when we thought when I like at least. Back when I was a kid, when I thought of like the black people that were on TV that were just doing well, when I thought about the black men that grew up to like not be in this financial struggle, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna take it there because I, I just take literally just crossed it. my mind, okay. crossed my mind. But like we can even go back to like um, is the, we can even go back to like the Proud family, and, yeah. like, Oscar Proud, like Oscar <laughs> Proud was a businessman. Yeah. like we yes, saw he the could. house, we saw the family. He was a businessman. Yeah, and then I mean Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil was an attorney. Yeah, um like any I know I know there's a lot of controversy year around bill cosby but i'm talking about cliff huxtable cliff right. huxtable was a doctor right. like and these were examples outside of like music and basketball right. that that i saw that black people weren't struggling financially that these black men grew up and they were taking care of their families and take care of their responsibilities right and they weren't struggling to do so right so uh like I, I think that influenced my that unconsciously influenced what i thought my options were and then i thought okay my options were to be a businessman be a doctor be an right. attorney and of those things, I chose to I chose business, and I chose to be an attorney, and, mm-hmm. and then I happened to be a become a a, a uh, lawyer that works with a bunch of businesses. Mm-hmm. But uh, in that in that sense, in that time, I realized that well, like reflecting on that time, I realized that the importance of that representation, that right. importance of being able to show depictions of yourself and right. people that look like you within these uh, within these spheres, and, and show that they are like real life examples of. Right. A, a struggle-free life right. in terms of at least, at least struggle-free in terms of financially right which which uh brings you back to the bring, brings you back to like the scholarship and um and and then my just philosophy on giving right so i don't know everyone ha- i think everyone kind of has their vices, and um mine is mine is giving like i just I, I, at this point in my life i just feel like that's just kind of my responsibility yeah especially since i I, I mean, I don't need. I don't need the the billionaire millionaire. I, I, I mean, but I I mean, I don't. That that was just. Uh, but I, I I think those things will come. It yeah. they need to be come. But I'm at a point where it's like I have more than I need. I have more than I've had. I have more than like my mom raised uh, all of all of us. I think I have. Uh, I have three siblings and then I have two uh, adopted siblings. My mom raised all of us on like. I, I make like ten times what she makes in the right in a, in a, what in a year? Like, I make 10 times what she raises on. I actually make more than 10 times what she raises on. Like, All I don't have. have me. <laughs> <Rico>. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like at, at that point, when, you, when you've just been blessed to a point where you have these things, when you blessed to a point where you can grow to like affect and like impact other generations, you do so. Right. And that's kind of what I want to do. So that's kind of what I want to
0: do. You're so dope. You're so um, dope. So, go ahead and tell us about your scholarship because you gave us so much and and we now we understand why you giving back.
1: back. Uh, so uh, my scholarship, so the first scholarship I did, I actually have a few that I, I'm trying to have done by the end of this year and some rolling out like next year. I actually have a few things that, I, that was on my list that I'm like about to check off. But the first scholarship was really, really just, uh, it's it's called the presidential, it's called the, not the presidential scholarship, it was called the Rico Charity Servant Leader Award, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something I did for my, the high school I graduated um, from nine years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought it was so important to to go back into that community and to show that people graduate from here, and then people uh, can achieve a degree of success and right. then people can go can come back. Right. And I kinda just wanted us to, just to just set that set that stage mm-hmm. and be able to be able to just be there be present in that situation and be the person i didn't see when i was in that position right. because when i was there i didn't see people coming back i didn't see people having scholarships i didn't see any alumni doing anything uh in terms of like in that magnitude in terms of being around right. the students there so i specifically made this scholarship geared toward that high school yeah. especially since when i was there it had such a a negative uh, a negative image in the public right. um every time we have news people there, but it was only to cover it, cover like things that were going on in school that they wanted to depict us as this terrible place. Right. Um. Everything that happened, they always depicted it as a riot. Just, just the community was just, just the community. It's also a community where I knew more people who dropped out of school than I knew who, to, people who dropped out of high school than I knew whoever did anything professionally. So it was just, it's just that like, I wanted to reach back in that way. And I felt like that's the, that's the way of putting my money where my mouth is. It's like, yeah, I want to come back, but I'm also going to like, uplift people when I'm back. Right. And, and, and funny enough, I was there. Funny enough, I was actually at my high, old high school uh, a couple of days ago and they still have the same narratives that I had. They still don't see people. They, uh, an exception of me and a few people who come back, they don't. They still don't see people who, who's made it out of that school and, and were um, able to uh, achieve a degree of success and be able to uh, live a life where they aren't living paycheck to paycheck right. or, or dodging bill collectors or like just uh, just dealing with the or oh, living what ten people in a three bedroom home that's that's still their that reality right. and just being there in that space and being able to just maybe hopefully inspire them to graduate to go to go away and and to build something but then come back and pull the next person right. that's kind of what the scholarship was for right. and it was inspired by something I saw while while I was out in the county and I saw that it was county a uh, county school with a demographic very different from my high school's demographic uh, I saw that they were I saw that they were that it was alumni giving back to the school in an a, a impactful way
0: right um when
1: i was at their graduation this was way out in the county and now it made me think about it why aren't we doing that for our communities my school was my school was pretty much all black okay. uh, It was all black students we, we had uh we had some hispanic students as well but it's all black and i'm just thinking like why aren't we giving back to our community in this right. way and I, like, mm-hmm. and I thought about it, i could do this that could be me. I don't want to wait for anybody else to do it. Like I can do it. So I work with the I work with some nonprofits in the area and we and we got it done and now we're we're working together on a few other things to like really bridge that gap and, and do a lot in the community.
0: Man, y'all are dope. Like y'all are dope. That that's crazy. So scholarships and then you check stuff off. Okay. We could talk about that all day. Talk about that that's fine. So I you talked about um going back to your high school and mm. it being do you know being an all black high school and then going off to college, etc. Cetera, etc.? Cetera. Mm. Can you share your experience of transitioning from Virginia to New York? Like, what were your likes and dislikes? And <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> oh,
1: you about to uh, okay, y'all, this that's crazy. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the night and day, uh, in New York and Virginia are night and day. I actually just had two of my uh, two people I went to high school with. That are like now young professionals are, that reached out to me recently and asked me the difference between uh, Virginia and, and uh, New York. And it's just, it's just night and day. Everything stays open in New York. When people tell you that things are going on 24 hours a day and you just don't believe it until you get here and see it for yourself, it's so true. Like, I, I and this, is, this is horrible to say, but when I leave work at like 4 a.m. sometimes, like Oof. I'm walking around and there's tons of people outside. There's still people outside. Still people doing things. There's still things going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a there's a, a cost. It's a substantial cost difference mm-hmm. uh, between Virginia and uh, New York, which I also got accustomed to because I spent three years in D.C., which is a which is a comfortable medium. Right. Um, I went from from being an undergrad spending. Uh, well, we spent like $300, three hundred three. Like a, a three-bedroom townhouse to being in New York right now, and I spend like three thousand for one bedroom. So oh it's like it's just a, it's a substantial it's a substantial difference in terms yeah. of like cost of living.
0: Yeah, uh, and
1: that's you just got to be prepared for something like that. And grocery shopping is just ridiculous too. That's uh, that's, that's I actually learned about myself because I I had a cashier kind of check me once. Well, he didn't check me, but. Yeah. He, he was starter enough for me that I had to realize the price of things here. Uh, <laughs> it was one because I used to cook a lot. I used to cook uh, when I had more time. Uh, now I cook, but it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little, I, I do it a little less. So one day I was in the store. I just, I just kind of get my rounds. I kind of like what I like. I like the organic chicken. So I was yeah. going to bake some chicken. So I went and got a, got like the small pack of organic chicken because that's kind of what they sell. They sold in the store. This is the biggest pack, but it was still like a small pack. <laughs> Uh, I think it had like maybe two chicken breasts in there. Uh, so I get up to the cash register and, and the guy rings it up and he's like, uh, so this is my only item. Uh, he's like $25. So, so it was actually like 24 or something, 24, uh, 70 something. I don't, I, don't, I yeah. can't quote it, yeah. but it was close to 25. And he looked at me and he's like, this chicken must fly. This chicken better fly. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, yo, this is $25 chicken. And I was like, "Yes, you're right. And it never dawned on me until that moment how absurd this was because back in Virginia, that same thing would have cost like seven, eight dollars.
0: Oh my God! So,
1: and then have... after that, I was kind of a little more aware of the purchase of like what I spent in these stores, but it's, it, yeah. it, it, you still can't control it. It, it, it is what it share. is. I hope he's
0: tuning in. <laughs> out to you. Okay. He's
1: actually the homie. Uh, he's cool now actually i i of like to go when i go places When I not regularly go places even when i go places for the first time i like to speak to people i like to like introduce myself and they like i think it's always just good to like know people and like know their story yeah. and so just like smile and be nice yeah. like now whenever i go in their store they just like smile laugh and wave and it's a good time i even see them on the street sometimes when yeah. i'm walking home Yeah. um uh, and like they just wave and i just wave because we kind of have that like foundation yeah and it also it also helps uh it also helps these people like a lot of these people i mean it doesn't help but it is it but a lot of them are black people so it's like they just they appreciate to be able to see i don't know to be able to like see like i'm that this Stuck up type of like right. attorney, right? Because I, I will say I've heard that from so many people. that Like that their image of like attorneys in in New York, are that they're stuck up and they're full of themselves, and they're like, "But you're really not. Wow. You wouldn't even know you're an attorney unless you looked you up." And I was like, "I just like to be a human being, and yeah. I care about other human yeah. beings." Uh, See, so. shout out to your mom and your dad.
0: Shout out, <laughs> shout out to your parents or oh, your mom and your parents, your grandma, whoever raised you. Could. That's definitely. I think that has to do with foundational upbringing too. Because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. So
1: that's dope. Exactly. Like I mean, I I think that's so important. yeah. I didn't realize. More aware. Yeah, I still have to buy it though, because I mean, it's the only store. It's the only store that's closed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just aware that I'm making these purchases, but it doesn't stop the purchases.
0: Oh man, so so talk about your transition and honestly like not even your transition but talking about how you make sure you talk to people you do have a quote and you said quote forever a student because there's always something new to learn when passion meets curiosity can you further explain this quote for us
1: um, that's that's yeah. Uh, forever a student. I remember that actually. I remember I remember hosting that. Um, that's just kind of like one of the words I just live by. Uh, that's like one of the quotes I live by. That and another one another one about uh, I will never know more than us. Uh, and I think uh, I think that one, that particular one, forever the student. Uh, it it really is just like it's really to signify that we're always learning. Like learning is infinite you can you you can never learn enough about something like there's so many and and when i say that i don't mean finding the answers i mean there's never you're never gonna run out of questions to ask and i I think that's so i think that's so key because like it's 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 no i I just think being able to learn as much as you can and then and then take what you learned and you share that you share that with somebody that's like someone that's coming up after you share that with them and then you also like when you're teaching you're also learning that's why i also say mm-hmm. you can simultaneously be the teacher the student mm-hmm. and you can get the teachers the student, novice the expert mm-hmm. all at mm-hmm. the same time because we're always as long as we as long as you're open to your environment so you don't close your mind off right. you're always learning and I, and I also include the piece about uh i include the piece about when passion meets curiosity because that's mm-hmm. that's that's so that's so impactful because there's it's, 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 there's so much you can take. You can take away when you care about learning mm-hmm. something. When you're passionate about learning something. When you put your energy into to understanding what's before you, right. and to just be curious about it. Be curious. Be passionate. And a curious, passionate mind is a mind that's unstoppable. Because that that person, that person that's thinking that way, that person that's acting that way. They're going to do, they're going to do, they're going to like do the work. They're going to put that effort forth and they're going to yeah. like learn. They're going to learn what they can learn and they're going to pass it along. And I think that's it. It's just all those moving pieces put put together Yeah. and the desire and it, it, it all equates to desire. Man.
0: I hope y'all taking notes. Like legit. I know this conversation is go- so good because I'm sitting here like, yo, he's so dope. Like y'all need to be taking notes for this because it's not just about oh, he's an attorney. He got, no, what he's talking about is legit a mindset and a perspective because you said something that was so important. Like, as long as your mind stays open, there's, you know, because sometimes millennials, we can be closed-minded in the sense that we don't want to hear what anybody else has to say, but we don't know it all. And when we understand that we don't know it all and that we can learn from everything around us, I think that's when we'll see like genuine and exponential growth. Yeah,
1: Exactly. I think you hit it like spot on. And also, and also, I don't, I don't think that I guess, wait, just to clarify my thoughts. Also, in addition to that, like, you can always learn from somebody and that's all another reason why you you engage with anybody you not engage with anybody but you engage with people regardless of their position title Mm -hmm. uh proximity you just engage with people because you can always learn something Mm -hmm. from somebody uh, Cause like just just this past week, I guest lectured this high school class. Uh, it was literally it was so impromptu. I showed up to go meet with a counselor, and then I walked across a, a business law class, and they said, "Hey, you want to come in and just talk to my students?" And the population of students was like were just like these uh, black Latino kids, and then there was also some uh, just like a whole bunch of different races in there. And I just went in there and just so impromptu, just talked to them about things, starting about like my story. Uh, and I told them toward the end that. I really, really want to know how I can better like be to better serve you, how I can better serve this next generation, how, how I can use my resources to help you accomplish whatever your goals are. Can and you get I off even...
0: my questions? Can you get off my uh, question? Okay. That was my okay. question, but you I oh. need you to go ahead and keep
1: talking
0: because <laughs> you are you on it. Go ahead. Nah, nah. See,
1: see, we secret? got this thing, we got the sleppy thing working right see? now. We 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 already see that's that that bond already forming see? that bond. Is is just there, so I already know what you're thinking before you say it. That's,
0: y'all can't have my Rico, y'all. Okay. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and also, yeah, I I just so I I guess just the point is that I had a conversation with them and I asked them. I was like, hey, like people really want to know how to help you all and and I was like you can either write me I can if you want like write me an essay write me a book whatever it is you want to do I will help you with it and it's crazy because uh I will help you with it because I really want to understand how to be that better serve you and, and just tell me what I can do it's crazy because I got a follow-up email from everybody in that class wow. like, all those students responding. and now like I go places and you always get that one or two follow-up emails of people who's really eager yeah uh, but like the whole class followed up and they, they all said hey we hey these are this is the things we're going through this is this is what we appreciate about what yeah. you said yeah. this is what we want to do next It's like hey we actually need the way you impacted our class and the way you kind of impacted how we think about things we really want to advocate for you to come back and speak to the whole school because uh you actually showed that you cared and i was like I, I was kind of floored i was a little speechless when i saw that i was so I was not even a little speechless i didn't know what to say i actually sat up for the rest of the night reading them all I was like wow this is this is insane like i so because i asked them i was like hey Tell me what I can do, and I will do it. And then to have everybody respond is just insane, but I think that kind of just goes with uh with being, I was passionate about, I'm passionate about education, passionate about the next generation, and then I'm also, like, really, really curious about how to help them, and I think that's kind of a living testament of, like, what I, that statement because I, I guess they spelt my passion and they all responded, and they told me what to do, and, like, now we just gonna, like, now it's a project, now it's something we're gonna try to, like, make happen.
0: <laughs> Y'all, I really want to be like Rico when I grow up, like, i legit was still
1: trying to be like you i'm I still trying to you know
0: like i'm just listening to you like just just your eagerness to share with other with others and that was actually one of the questions that i had guys was you know as millennials we have these gen double xers coming up behind us and those gen double xers are those tide pod eaters i hope you are not a millennial that eats tide pods if you are you should be listening to every single podcast episode that I have, so
1: that you yeah. cannot do that. But and you should also go see your doctor because that that's too. gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, yeah. What Rico said. That was a more like, <laughs> that was more like secure.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna need for you to go see your doctor and then go see a specialist as well. <laughs> One, we need to make sure your health is straight, and two, we need to make sure your mental health is straight. And, yeah, all that. So, yeah, please don't be eating tapas. Please don't let anybody eat tapas. Please don't let the kids eat tapas. Please don't. Like, let's just get rid of it all together. All
0: together. It's not a challenge. It's death, okay? Don't do it. Man. (laughs) So, I do want to know, what organizations are you connected with?
1: Like, these days, these days, uh, what organization am I not connected with? Uh, Not connected
0: with. Oh, man, y'all. (laughs) Uh, okay uh, give us your your top your top three orgs that you're connected with
1: i can't i can't give you a top three orgs so that'd be unfair i can give you i can name some orgs that like I'm, i'm currently like working with right now okay. that i was trying to do some stuff i can't give you top three because i like i like all of them I, I like all of them a lot uh one organization that's been like super super helpful and like all of my like random like things i want to do back home and it have been like really really susceptible they really really just wanted to be a part of everything was uh this uh foundation in richmond called the richmond for the schools foundation um every all of my wild things i want to do like i wanted to uh, like I was in a school back in Richmond and they were talking about table etiquette and like how like they didn't really learn that and how they was just how students were kind of just self-conscious about going to dinners with like these people who want to interview them in college because they didn't really understand table etiquette, didn't understand table etiquette. It's like, oh, bad. Let's put that together. Let's, uh, let's have an informal event. I sponsor it. Like, let's bring these students from these high schools together. We're going have a super Impromptu event, me uh, not impromptu, but super informal. Me and maybe some of my some some people I know from the area. We can come. We can have a formal dinner, cater it. Man, you, you, of, to to I me, you know how many etiquettes <laughs> sit through? How many oh, that'd be dope. I right, don't, Man, don't I, I, when I, do I when I start I ringing you. your line, I when I start ringing your line, I am I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm like, okay. hey, we are doing this event? You should come down. Uh, so that was one thing. Then another thing. Me and a friend of mine wanted to do this. Uh, wanted to do this fund. Uh, Whereas we we self fund we self fund a few scholarships through them, but we also put together this uh this event this accumulation event where we bring all these students together and we and test them with creating something over the weekend, whether yeah. it's policy, whether it's art, whether it's music, whether it's whatever. We just want to get all these people together, all these students together, and we get them collaborating, get them talking to one another, get them building something together, and then we also want to capture it and get it on camera, just so get it on film, just for. For everybody who has something negative to say about the kids growing up on the South side, we can show them, well, did you see this? Right. did you see did you see these kids building things? Did you see these kids really coming together like right. to 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 show unity not not for one but collaborating and to show just show their intelligence and show their ingenuity and show that they can be resourceful did you see right. that so that's kind of what all of our programs we're doing for that is gonna uh, gonna look like we're, we're wrapping that we're wrapping up all of that like right now so we can have it mm-hmm. in a package and be able to put that out into the world but like that's gonna be a whole whole thing and it's packed with like mentoring. Like I got a conference call with these students like every every other week. It's going to be a very very engaging thing. But it's I just really just want to be just if they told me what they needed and I'm just trying to be that because uh, okay. I remember I remember needing that. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: another organization that I'm working with right now. Uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about them in a second. I'm gonna, well I I'm I'm talk about them right now. So uh, in my professional life, I, in, in my professional life, as a, as a part of being a, a lawyer, like one of my clients is the park. Uh, it's, it's a park out here in new york they're really fun uh they're really really demanding but they're also really fun but it's also just it, it's it's really really nice to understand that understand all the planning that goes goes into play when um when representing when, when you are the the board of directors for this large wow. landmass. yeah uh when you have when you when your stakeholders includes people uh all over the city because, like your park, or well, because the park, well, the park is it's Riverside Park, and it's a uh, it's a part of Central Park, but it's close, it's like close in proximity to Central Park, and it's just it's just it's just amazing to see how like that whole thing is put together and work with all these uh, intelligent people yeah. from across the span and all types of professions. Uh, but it's also kind of uh it's also like eye opening to see kind of how like these decisions are made on a grand scheme level that's another like uh uh organization that i'm like happy to be assisting with and then uh, i guess on a more personal a more personal level uh there's this uh there's a i can't even pick another one uh, because there's so many of that i actually really really like me who would i pick uh i'm just i'm gonna pick them because i really really i really really appreciate their mission okay First, okay actually no. i'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick, I- I'm gonna pick them because I just did something with them i'm gonna okay. pick them because I just did something with them' this organization called is this other organization uh so the other organization that kind of like helps students with with the college application process because so i told okay. you i'm I'm really really passionate about college yeah. uh, so they helped them with that process and they kind of walked them through it and I kind of explained to them that like and why 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 I appreciate being involved because I explained to them that back when i was back when I was trying to pursue college right mm-hmm. like everybody in my family would preach like go to college make something yourself be a better person um be able to like find financial security um be Mm -hmm. able to like not live paycheck to paycheck but as i looked around at my family members as i looked around at the very people preaching this message none of them went to college Mm,
0: yeah
1: a fair amount of them dropped out of high school so in my mind they were tasking me to do this thing that by the example they showed that was very very unlikely right and it was like through that I kind of had to like maybe like kind of had to hone that and and understand that that couldn't be my story and it wouldn't and I wouldn't have been able to like do that and I wouldn't be able to like to actually understand that college process because it's 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 it can be super complicated for someone that's a first generation student right. even things that's like seemingly. Easy. So, like, I didn't know how to do it fast, but I didn't even know what that thing was. Um, they, it was and having resources there to try to help me with it was just so impactful, especially, especially like living in my situation where I didn't have a computer at home. Um, I didn't even have space at home. It was, like, it was like, what, eight, nine of us in like a, in like a three bedroom? um like i like i didn't even have a bedroom like I (laughs) now you got a
0: one-bedroom place in new york okay yeah
1: exactly like i didn't even have a bedroom or a bed like i slept on the living room floor so it's like we didn't even have like the normal necessary resources like throughout those years we didn't have those resources it was just like so where am i gonna get it from and then i went out and these organizations kind of sought me out and tried to walk me through it so now i'm super passionate about those type of organizations because like I was that guy. I was that guy that was trying to pretend for the whole world that it was okay when it wasn't because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, and to be able to be that for the next generation is so so important to me. So those those are my favorite types of organizations. I have so many other organizations. It I'm just part seems
0: of. like everything that you do. Like that's what I really appreciate and enjoy hearing is that everything that you do interconnects, and it's like a spider web. Like you're at the center, but the organizations that you're involved with um, impact the next generation. It impacts you giving back. It gives. Exactly. It impacts your service to the community. So I I really think that's dope, guys. I am I love giving back. I think that we should all give back. Giving back means different things to different people in different ways. It doesn't just necessarily mean. Money. You can, you know, exactly, exactly. You can give a word of wisdom, a word of advice. It doesn't have to be a groups and groups of people. It can be one person. It can be a positive word to somebody, or giving somebody a compliment, or even a prayer. It
1: doesn't exactly, exactly. One
0: specific way. It's just about doing something outside of yourself. And I'm not sure what I was listening to or what podcast. I don't know. But it was just like, if you don't have, if you're doing something for money or for recognition, like that's not the way you have to, that means that you don't believe there's something greater than yourself. And they, in the podcast, I don't know what podcast or video I was listening to, but it was just like, you'll find out the hard way that life is much bigger than you. So Exactly that's one thing that
1: I did want to piggyback on. Whatever. We just did that bond thing all over again, yeah. by the way. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. We just did that because that was literally <laughs> just, but that was my mind. That was literally where I was going to go with something. That's literally See, the this the, be the goal behind like a lot of the stuff I do is that it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be this huge thing giving. Start where you are and continue right. to build. That's how you build that habit. Right. That's how you build the habit of giving by starting where you are, okay. continuing to build from that. And then, I mean, because I used to tell, uh, and I, I, and then we, I don't want to like think, just hog this because I uh, I know you're about to go into something that else, best but like I guess this is something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, this is what I basically told myself. I told myself I used to think about, I used to think as a kid that, you know what, I want to be able to like grow up and be rich and be able to give these million dollar gifts, like these million dollar gifts, these $10 million gifts to yeah. these organizations that I care about yeah. to be able to to be able to fuel the issues that I care about and be able to like give back and serve. But uh, how are you going to give a $10 million gift when you're not even accustomed to giving a $10,000 gift?
0: Right. So right. it's like
1: building that habit and like building it as you go. And honestly, I've made more money as I gave away money than I have. Yeah. Like when I was trying to only make money, I've made more okay. money giving it away okay. than I have okay. actively pursuing it, which okay. is crazy because that was never the intention. But it was just like, look, oh, wait, I don't have to wait to be a million.
0: If y'all trying to get wealthy out here, look at any wealth. Like even in seven habits of highly effective people, thinking exactly. Reach. And and any self help empowerment or uh motivational or wealth mindset book, they always tell you to give money away. Like give exactly. it away. Because I mean, come on, if you look at karma, if you look at, you know, the biblical which shows what you chose with you it's energy. going to come back to you. So so don't, you go, out here, now, sky don't go out here and giving back, giving $10 to the guy on the corner because you're like, yeah, guy, or yeah, universe, give me back $100. No, you have to give it back, release it, and not have no attachment to what you're giving away. Because if you have an attachment to what you're giving away, whether that be your time, your energy, or your money, you're you're not going to get back what you're expecting. So, just putting that out there. Message you can talk about wrong with You can be like, nah, no. Yeah.
1: No, like literally, I was over here clapping this whole time, like and jumping up and down. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's not about it's not about giving, giving it with the expectation of receiving. It's about giving with that. It's about giving with your whole heart. It's about giving, like yeah. because I want to. Because this this is this is something I want to do and able to impact the world and, pay, and impact someone else's life. Even these people, these are people I don't want to ever meet. Like I don't I don't meet any of the people who receive any money from me, like until I, I, I until I'm awarding it. Or right. some, some of them I never meet at all. Uh, but it's just not about that. It's just if I'm making somebody else's life better, that's what I care about. Right. Man. Um, but no, yeah. Really dope. Like, y'all,
0: we could have a whole podcast for like two hours, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. We might have to bring Rico back for a part two. But what I did want to ask you is because if y'all don't follow Rico, we, we, we're going to get his, all his information so y'all can follow him. But on social media... Social media, Rico got swag, okay, y'all. <laughs> swag out here. Like I'm trying to be the female version of Rico, but I don't want to be an attorney and I don't want to go to law school. So I don't want to be all the way Rico. But <laughs> I want to know about <laughs> That's cool. I I'm want cool to know with that. About attire. Like, do you believe attire affects our attitude? Because I feel like even the more that we converse and dialogue and even with everything that you shared with us tonight, do you feel like how you dress you know i guess I, what am i trying to say like dressing that dress kind I... of thing do you like yeah do you believe that do you believe in that
1: i mean to an extent i believe in it i think i think if you're comfortable with what you're wearing it, it, I, I think i think that's the key i think being comfortable in your attire affects your attitude so i think so so dressing for success is just that. It's dressing in a way that makes you feel the most confident, makes you feel makes you feel that uh, you are, makes you look out into the world and say, world, I got you today. Like, I'm coming. Like, right. hit me roar type of thing. Uh, I mean, I think, I think if I am depicted as well-dressed, it's, it's probably just because I, I love like custom suits these days. And that's weird to even say because uh, like literally a few years ago, I didn't even know what a tailor was. I, what is a tailor? What do they do? Like, what, what good can come from this but now i got like custom suits in my closet i literally just got a package <laughs> this is weird i got a package today because i needed some more uh some more dress pants for work like i just ordered like five custom pair of pants which is which is insane because like Five years ago, I'm like, yo, who, who, who are you? But uh, it's just something, it's just what I like. It's what yeah. I enjoy now. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that's what it is. I think being comfortable in what you wear and just like whatever is your style. Like, I mean, a lot of people are super comfortable in jeans. I actually don't own any pair of jeans. Random fact about me that like a lot of people don't know. He don't I don't own jeans. I, they're just not like comfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just not, I, I just not, either, either dress pants, khakis or or sweats. It's no in-between. I, I mean, when I say sweats, I also include jogging pants and basketball sweats, but it's no in-between. There's no jeans. I just don't. I mean, I'm just not comfortable in them. But like some people, some people aren't comfortable without them. And yeah. that works too, because I know some very successful people that only wear jeans. Like a lot of my friends that uh, used to work with me, uh, now I've gone and working with these like CBU, okay, so like, multinational you, companies. Yeah. I mean everybody got them. i think i think it's a I think it's a appreciation for everybody for their own style and I, I guess at this point, and it also took me a while to get here uh so i mean that's a that's a yeah. interesting thing too not no not not in terms of success just in terms of mental state I yeah, was gonna say yeah, another yeah. another thing is like i don't care i mean I care but i don't it's like
0: yeah.
1: be i think I think being the authentic version of yourself is the most important thing you know like i, I don't wear jeans and that's just a, that's just me and nobody can really clown me about it climb me climb me about it because I mean, that's just me. At the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to laugh with you because, like, yes. oh, yeah, I do think it's funny that I don't have any jeans. I have, But then, like, I'm still not going to have any jeans and it's going right. to matter tomorrow. Right. I'll laugh with
0: you. You could talk about me. That's cool. But yeah. I'm still living my best life. Yeah, that's me. Exactly. Cool. That's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> but, I mean, I wear jeans. But, yeah, yeah. people clown me about stuff because, okay, this is where people clown me because they have all these dance, dances out here. I don't. I don't know. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm not up to date on the music, but like my thing, I'm that friend that still hits the quan and like does the dougie and the chicken head. Like I'm that friend.
1: That's and hilarious. They, they clown
0: me. And they're like, Amber, get a new dance. And I don't care so that they clown me because I will still hit the quan and dab on you at the same time, just because. Yeah.
1: That's hilarious. But I do think that's also a mark of a good friend. If they're gonna talk about you and still go out in public with you as you hit the quan, then they you know, that's love right there. Because yeah. you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. I would talk about you too. I would be, ah, like that's hilarious. But at the same time, it's like ah, you still you still on me. It's still yeah, it's still, yeah. still still love. Rico hit me under the bus, he told me he would talk about me. <laughs> I, I would I would I wouldn't talk about you, but I I would laugh right there with you there. I just like bust out laughing and so I would talk about you to you. <laughs> It would be anybody else. I talk about you to you. But I, that's all in good humor. Because I, I also just don't believe in, like, I don't believe in, like, criticizing people in terms of, like, just right. in a derogatory sense. Like, at the end of the day, everybody sees the world through their own lenses. But, like, if it's coming to making, I'm, I am that person. I am the I am the friend that's super sarcastic. And I will, like, talk about you to you. I will, like, right. literally. And I, I kind of expect the same thing to me. I have, like, my best friends, we kind of, like, just laugh at each other about like crazy stuff and we're able to tell each other things that we don't tell other people and it's just it's just it's just, it's just that relationship
0: right man
1: we're
0: yeah. dope but yeah I have to, guys y'all gonna hate me because i have to keep the podcast at you know so that y'all can listen to it on your way to work and y'all won't get all yeah. that stuff at me but if you like rico like i like rico because he dope as heck i ain't gonna say the h word because you know Um, I want to keep my show Um, that's fair (laughs) I would say to like like this particular podcast let us know email us DM us be like bring Rico back start a hashtag I'm cool with that too but Rico before we go I want you to tell everybody how to get in touch with you stay in touch with you don't hit Rico up for no money don't hit Rico up for no anything let Rico live okay I just had to
1: put that as a disclaimer. That's hilarious. Uh <laughs> no, nah, I appreciate that disclaimer. Uh but uh you could reach me at uh honestly Rico Charity on just about everything. Uh, like Rico dot com, which is yeah, I got Rico Charity dot com. I got Rico Charity on Instagram, Rico Charity on Twitter. Now I'm getting back on Twitter. I've been like all for like maybe three or four years. Uh Rico Charity on um uh, what's it, LinkedIn literally Rico charity everywhere and you, you'll be able to find me. I think my name is, I want as one gift. My mom did give me my name is unique enough where it's like you right. Google Rico charity and something about me will pop up. Right. Also, I do want to kind of like go back on your disclaimer for a bit. Uh, actually, you're going to be first person I tell this. I haven't told anybody other than the people uh, other than like the people I'm trying to set up with. Yeah. So you will be able to hit me up for money, but it would be like through, through a uh, grant application because uh, I'm trying to, I, I'm actually in the process right now, setting up a foundation. Um, so soon you could get oh, me up for money. You can go okay. to the website. And it. Is, it, is it Millie or, What is it? Millie Watt? Is that what it is? Your guess is better than mine. Okay. Your guess is going to be so much better than mine. Okay. But, uh, hopefully okay. we have that going by the end of the year. But yeah, soon you will be able to hit me up for money. Yo. I'm going to hit you back with a link and tell you to like submit, uh, submit a, grant a, a F- application. application. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be something short because I, it's, it's, and it's also going to be, I, I, this type so of things that I really enjoy giving. Businesses? Uh, no, no, it's gonna be. Oh, we got something else. For that. uh, that's gonna be. That's the, gonna be the Southside Fund that we're trying to do. Uh, me and another friend. Mm-hmm. Me and one of my friends. The foundation is gonna be for. Uh, let's like, just my charitable. Just like the charitable things I care about, like education, like child outreach, like helping kids, um, helping students. Um, it's gonna be for, like college students, high school students, middle school students, elementary school daycare, all that. Just students. What? Just like some people, and it's that's kind of what I want to affect a with the. <laughs> gonna go to private school. I'm apply. Okay. So that's hilarious. So yeah, oh I'm actually in an organization right now and it helps some kids up at the private school. Uh it's children's scholarship fund. I'm I'm on the young leaders board. That's when funny. And we when we, 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 fund we fund that to, we fund that uh we fund that uh to uh send some kids to school. Uh so yeah, that so that's a we got a lot I actually got a lot going on. i actually I know we're running out of time, but I'm also working on a book uh you know uh that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting how that come out and uh yeah and all that came that came from like just me working with the therapist uh and we kind of just like dealt with like a few things and like that I've kind of like seen over life and um uh, kind of like just talk kinda just talked through things and it's like okay I actually like really reflected on my life and now I kinda wanna like put some of this it's put some of this in the book but not in a different context it's kind of just more like the book tagline and kind of what the theme is because i know we're running out of time it's basically just like anything that works against you can also work for you which yeah. includes our fears exactly. our insecurities our mistakes and sometimes it's less about like overcoming those things yeah. and it's more about the blessing of having gone through it so yeah. uh it, it's about growing it's, it's about growing because of and not in spite of and it's it, that's kind of what the theme of the book is about to talk about all these things that I've loved, that like I've seen and like people around me have seen and how like those things are important because they shaped us.
0: Right. Man. Rico, y'all better go follow Rico on his on Instagram at Rico Charity. Rico, I thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you so mm. much. One for dropping gems to us and for being so open and being an open book. I appreciate you and I'm going to have you back on are you cool
1: with that though oh yeah i'm cool with that we're gonna gonna talk we're gonna also like try to figure out ways to work together on things we definitely gonna make that happen
0: okay he said this on air y'all um that's hilarious so people will know (laughs) in the future like if a year go by and i didn't do anything with rico y'all better get on rico because y'all already know
1: that's (laughs) hilarious nah we're gonna make something happen
0: all right for sure i appreciate
1: you nah i appreciate you Thank you
0: for tuning in to today's episode. To stay connected with For the Love of Millennials podcast, follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials. If you have any questions or topics that you want to hear us chat about, or to even find a millennial expert, please email us at Love for Millennials. To connect with a rich book, go ahead over to Instagram and follow her at a.richbook. Don't forget to give our podcast five stars and be sure to tune in to our future episodes.